Hey, what's up you curious cats? Welcome back to another episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel, hit like on the video, it helps me get this info out there. With that being said, let's get right into it. So as you can see, this happened. It is now winter here in Canada. It's uh, quite cold and uh, I've been working pretty hard on some contracts with my electrical business and just working out in the freezing cold. So uh, finally got a little break in my schedule today. So uh, gonna fire off a little video. Sorry I haven't been making as many videos or haven't been that consistent. It's been just wild with my business and uh, it's been really critical for me to be earning money at this time. I have some uh, goals to acquire some more Bitcoin. And uh, with that being said, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about Bitcoin. I know a lot of you uh, don't, a lot of people just don't really understand why Bitcoin's so important. And uh, a lot of people, they just don't find it that interesting. My Bitcoin videos don't get that many likes, which I find fascinating. But I'm just gonna keep keep talking about it until people start to get it and, and realize what this is. Uh, of course, this isn't investment advice, but uh, I just, I want people to understand the potential here and really see the potential that Bitcoin has and what it is and how early on in the game we are, because this is an opportunity for a lot of people to grow a lot of wealth in a short amount of time. Uh, and, uh, in many years to come, it, it'll be more of a store of value, but because we're early on in a price discovery of a new currency, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity that we have a, a new currency emerge that is not at the mercy of these governments. It's much more resilient to the government, the classic government tactics that they have when, uh, when currencies challenge the reserve currency. So this time, because of the technology, because of it being decentralized, it has much more resilience. And I think it, it'll be hard for them to defeat this currency. So it's uh, essentially the hardest money ever created, which if you've been watching my videos, you already know. It's, uh, it's absolutely scarce in supply. There's only 21 million Bitcoin. There only ever will be 21 million Bitcoin. So as demand increases and the supply continues to tighten, then the price will continue to climb. And as we have these governments printing currencies into oblivion, all of the governments across the world are printing their local currencies at exponential rates and flooding the market with this debt money. And uh, there's a few reasons why they're doing it. Uh, Keynesian economics, that's the way they believe to uh, basically deal with this crisis. And it's how they always wanna deal with everything is just print more money. They believe that that's the way to solve all of the world's problems. And the main thing that it does is it inflates away the debt. So even the governments are highly indebted and these big corporations are highly indebted. So by creating inflation, essentially they're inflating away the debt. And when I say that, I mean that the dollars that they're going to be paying this debt off with in the future are going to be worth less. So when you take that into account, that means that it's, it's cheaper for them to pay back this debt by causing inflation. So that is one of the main reasons they want to do it. And uh, if you see the price of, let's say your normal asset, like a house or whatever, it's been going up in value like crazy for quite some time. And it's really becoming unaffordable for your average person. 
And a lot of people don't realize why that is. They just think the price of things are going up. But really what that is, is inflation. And it's uh, basically the currency debasement that the governments are increasing the money supply. So therefore it's taking more and more of those same dollars to buy the same asset, which I've discussed in many of my previous videos. So if you don't understand that, I do have videos that outline that a little better, but that is the gist of it. And what that means is that we need to recognize these trends. We need to recognize that it's going on so that we can make the best decisions moving forward to protect our wealth and to essentially have some buying power of our capital left. Because if you look at what's going on, everyone's saving in these dollar terms, they're working their day jobs or whatever, they're running their business and they're putting all their dollars in the bank. But then what's happening is the dollars are devaluing, they're debasing. So it's hard to keep up with asset prices. That's why you're seeing a lot of millennials struggle to buy their first home or to grow any true wealth. We have a large number of millennials that are now living at home with their folks again because they just can't afford to keep up to the prices, uh, the cost of living. And that is mainly due to inflation. And there's only a couple of ways that you can really protect yourself against inflation. And the main, uh, the main thing with that is to basically not to hold dollars. So there's a few ways you can do that. You can buy real estate, uh, but right now you'd be buying in at record high levels. So it's a bit of a risky play. And uh, how much upside is there really? Can you see real estate 5Xing from here? I mean, who could afford it? People already can't afford it. And with, uh, with the current situation in the economy, I think that would be pretty hard to do to have a 5X on real estate at this point. But uh, of course, anything is possible. Uh, at that point, I think basically the banks would own absolutely everything. They'll be the buyer and lender of last resort, and they will essentially be buying up all of the real estate or the majority of it just because they can create the money out of thin air. So it doesn't matter if houses go to 5 million for an entry level house because they essentially just counterfeit the money out of thin air and then they can come in and buy it. But for you or I to come in and buy a $5 million home and we're just working a day job at an hourly wage, that's very difficult to do. So that's one way. Uh, of course, you can buy stocks. That's another way that rich people maintain their wealth. They buy stocks and then the stocks appreciate with the inflation however again you'd be buying at record high levels so uh, uh, another way is to leverage debt so uh, like i said by having debt at the current levels by getting debt and then paying it back in the future with inflation then essentially it's cheaper to pay back that money in the future with the cheaper dollars. So another way to make this play is to borrow a bunch of money. Um, I've always been one to not want to borrow. I like to work and earn the money and buy it for cash. But in this current environment, I've uh, switched my way of thinking. There's really, we know their game plan. So we may as well play according to the way that they're going to play. And uh, so now I'm gonna be looking at getting a large loan and then buying some real assets with that and investing it. Mainly I want to buy more Bitcoin. So uh, I'm actually going to go and get a day job because they won't lend me money as be, uh, being self-employed. Pretty funny. But if I go get a two week paycheck, then of course they will lend me money. 
So just a funny little thing like that. So that's my plan. I'm going to go get a day job and then get a bank loan. And then I'm going to be buying a bunch of bank, a uh, bunch of Bitcoin. Uh, that's going to be my play. Another way, of course, is to buy other limited assets that have uh, more of a controlled inflation rate. And when I say inflation rate, I mean uh, the rate at which more of that asset comes on the market. So if we look at something like gold, to increase the supply of gold, essentially they have to create more gold mines and they have to mine it, they have to mint it, and they have to get it onto the market. So it's not easy to do. It's not like the government currencies where they just come add a bunch of zeros on the end of the money supply on the computer. Uh, there's absolutely no cost really of increasing the supply of these government currencies and that is the problem that is why they are called fiat currencies they're not a hard money at all there's nothing hard about creating more of it and that's why they're using it to their advantage and they're counterfeiting it and buying all the assets so that is the that is the problem with our monetary system and when money is at the basis of our day-to-day -day lives when we use it to uh, afford our, our cost of living and to transact and to exchange for our goods and services it's really important that we start to understand money understand how it works understand where it gets its value understand how they're manipulating it with interest rates and money debasement currency creation because then when, once you understand that you can make better decisions and you can see why I talk so much about Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the hardest money ever created uh, where we used to have gold. Traditionally, gold would be the go-to when the government started uh, debasing the currency at such an alarming rate and causing all kinds of inflation. But uh, even gold has an inflation and gold's inflation is about two to two and a half percent per year. Uh, th that means an increase of the total supply, above ground supply of gold is mined and put into the market every year so that's its inflation so we know that and it's it's uh it's pretty set in stone it's really hard for that inflation rate to to go much above that which is a great thing so it's been kind of the traditional go-to however now in the digital age we live in we have something like bitcoin that's absolutely scarce and there is a limited supply there's going to be a point where there'll be absolutely no more bitcoin to come on new bitcoin to come on the market so if you want to acquire bitcoin you're going to have to buy it off somebody that already holds it and at that point who knows what price people will be demanding as it will be just absolutely scarce and so hard to get so i think those holding it will probably uh, they won't want to sell very much of it and if they do they'll be asking quite an exorbitant rate for it so uh, right now we're kind of getting the corporate fomo fear of missing out in the markets where uh, we had a lot of large corporations start to buy Bitcoin and put it into their treasury. So they're holding it on their balance sheets as a reserve asset. And this is big news. Uh, it's, it's massive news where, you know, it wasn't too many years ago where Bitcoin was kind of seen as a joke and a Ponzi scheme and, you know, is only used by drug dealers and different black market economies to transact with. But now we're seeing major publicly traded corporations buy and hold it because they want to get out of cash. Everyone's looking to get rid of their cash because the cash is losing its buying power. So 
this is massive. You know, these people are, are highly intelligent people. So I, I look up to the smart money and I try and see what they're doing. We have all the central banks buying gold at record high levels, which indicates even the central banks are nervous and they're hedging their bets against the inflation because of how much money they're creating. So traditionally, like I said, gold's been the go-to, but now we have Bitcoin, which is a new asset. And I think it is, I think it's a lot better than gold in many ways. And I think it will outperform gold. I think it's going to be, as Paul Tudor Jones said, the fastest horse at the race. And I think we will get, uh, it's only a $250 million market, billion dollar market cap right now, which is tiny. It's just a tiny little fraction of the amount of the world's wealth that's in Bitcoin. And I think that that will go to much higher levels. I think it's uh, well in the trillions of dollars of an asset class that it should be. So that we have all kinds of growth that I expect to see in Bitcoin. I think it's a no-brainer that we're going to get into the hundreds of thousands of dollars per Bitcoin and uh, right now at 13,000, 14,000 it makes it seem pretty cheap. Of course like I said not investment advice but those are my thoughts. I think uh, this is we're going through the corporate FOMO phase where now corporations because they have we've had these corporations like MicroStrategy, like Square, um, PayPal, this kind of stuff starting to get into the Bitcoin market th that now other corporations essentially start getting the fear of missing out. They start thinking, well, if these big corporations are doing it, we better put a little bit of our wealth into it just in case, just in case it ends up being the future of money or uh, I shouldn't say the future of money, but the uh, a savings technology, a hedge against inflation. So that's why this is so important. You guys, I think everyone should learn how to buy it, store it, safely store it and hold it. I'm not much of a trader. I tried my, my luck with trading and uh, I lost a lot of my Bitcoin. So now I'm more of a, a buy and hold kind of guy. I just, I'm too busy in my day to day to be trying to uh, day trade this stuff and try and make money on it. There's a lot smarter people than me that uh, just seem to steal my, my Bitcoin when, I, when I'm trying to beat the market with my day trading. So now I'm a buy and hold kind of guy. But I think everyone, this is a great opportunity for all of us to be growing our wealth and to be getting in early ahead of the curve. I think uh, that we're, we're so early on right now that uh, most people don't really realize what this is. They don't realize the potential. And it's, it pretty much has the best risk to reward ratio out of any asset class at the moment. Uh, traditional currencies only last on average, I think, 30 years. And the US dollar as the world reserve currency has uh, lasted 47 years now. And uh, it's, I think we just hit the 50 year anniversary of a 100% fiat based system, which also may I remind you is a complete experiment, just like Bitcoin. People think Bitcoin's so experimental uh, and it's been around 11 years now. Well, 100% fiat, which means unbacked currency, there's nothing backing it. There's no gold backing these, the value of these currencies. It's basically just people's perception of the value of these currencies, which are maintaining uh, any value in their purchasing power at all. 
And so we've only been on a 100% fiat system for 50 years now, which is also a major experiment. And I think we're seeing now how it has failed and we're seeing how it's creating a major wealth gap between the rich and the poor. It's destroying the middle class. It's pushing asset prices out of reach of your average individual and it's creating a lot of poverty and disparity so i don't think that it is a uh, a successful experiment as you will so i think that it's time for a new system and we're seeing the central banks now they're all discussing central bank digital currencies so i think that's the way they're going to go i'll talk about that in some future videos but uh, I just wanted to brush on all of that. So, of course, I hold silver and gold as a backup in case something ever did happen to Bitcoin. But uh, I'm going to be look, looking to increase my holdings in Bitcoin. And I think I'm going to uh, up my allocation. I think I'm about 25% of my wealth right now is in Bitcoin. And I think I'm going to be looking to up that to about uh, 50% or just 50 to 60%. So uh, I'll be getting rid of the rest of my cash or, you know, I just keep a little bit of cash for operating expenses. And then uh, I might even sell a little bit of my silver. I hate to sell my silver, but uh, I just feel like I, I need to be a little more heavily weighted in Bitcoin because the more I learn, the more I become bullish on the technology and the news that's been coming out these days. I think it's just, there's no stopping it at this point uh, are it's very unlikely that they will stop it at this point and uh, i think we have much more room to go higher before anything is really at risk of taking out taking down bitcoin so with that being said i'm going to leave it at that i hope you guys enjoyed the video and i will see you in the next one